Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry, from the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Crazy Women Country. I am Donna, and today I am here with Jay Lee Gandy. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? Oh, I am awesome. Um, now, I know it's summertime, and Florida here, I always complain because it's hot and humid, but where you are, it's more dry, but how what's the temperatures like there? Super hot there, too? Absolutely horrendous. We are actually up in the hundreds. Oh, no. Um, I think tomorrow is like record setting heat for you have the humidity, but ours is like completely dry. So it's just like you go out and you just want to die because it's, we have nothing. It's terrible. Oh my goodness. And I will say, you know, I was out West a few years ago, we were in Vegas and the first time I was there, I thought, okay, it's in, it's near the fall time. It shouldn't be too hot. Right. I, it was a hundred and 14 one day and I'm like we actually had to go get a hotel room because we had a, we had an RV and it could not sustain the uh temperature so I'm like we had to get a hotel room that was it so it was crazy yeah it's oh. never, it never stops not in Texas <laughs> oh. so we like to start with the most difficult question ever so I'm oh, sorry I'm, but I have to do it first I'm ready okay who is Jay Lee Gandy well she's a blonde um some of it's fake some of it's not so obviously she has a ton of blonde moments um she works and lives in Lubbock Texas so um I would say she's pretty stubborn and strong-willed and that's partly because of where she lives and partly because of um who raised her um my family is pretty awesome and I have a ton of huge role models in my life. Um, and yeah, I, I stock show. Um, I show lambs now and I ride horses. Um, I sing the national anthem everywhere. I, I do all kinds of stuff um, all in the midst of going to school um, and really being heavily active in the FFA. Um, so yeah, she's, she's pretty busy, but I'd like, she's pretty funny as well so (laughs) oh definitely and that's so cool so what was your interest um now obviously out of everything that you could show why lambs Mm -hmm. is it just that's that's where your passion your love is or um well so I started showing steers um so cattle I showed them for eight years um so I've shown I was third grade in third grade um and so I showed cattle and then we kind of fell out of that just because it's so expensive and they're huge animals that require a ton of work. Um, And they're just a really, really time consuming. And we stepped it down and um, goats for a couple of years. And I figured out that they were really, really stubborn and really, really stupid. And so (laughs) now I'm, I'm showing them for two years this will be my third 
Um, and I absolutely love them. I wish I would have started it earlier because they're, they're my favorites out of all of the species. They're, they're so kind and I love showing them and I'm kind of like the perfect height to show them. Um, I'm not exactly tall. I'm like five, five and a half. So I, uh, I'm pretty good height for the lamb. So I think it's um, really easy for me. So. Well, that's awesome. And I, I think goats are just hysterical in general, like, cause they get oh. scared by everything and then you just fall over and it's just, it's just funny. I think they're just funny yeah. animals. I don't know. <laughs> we have one legit thought she was a dog. She would just, you let her out of the pen and she'd just follow you around, just eat the grass. You'd just do everything that you did. I was like, this is not going to work for me. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, just, the joke just wanted to be your pet. That was all. It didn't want yeah. to be a goat. Didn't care about showing. Just wanted to be your pet. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so tell us who, how did you get into music? Um, so we have a local theater in Lubbock. Um, it's called the Cactus Theater and they had a little group called the Cactus Kids. And I became a part of that when I was seven or eight. Um, and so we did um, like just big productions. We did a couple like um, throwbacks, like we did a Beatles production and all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. We had really big Christmas productions and then we did a 4th of July one. And then quarterly we would do like a smaller um, little concert production thing. Um, and that really got me into it as far as like everyone knowing that I was singing and that I could sing, I guess you could say. And so um, from there, when I was, I would say about seven still, um, one of our really good friends figured out that I sang. And so he asked me to sing the national anthem at the Post Stampede Rodeo. Um, it's three nights a week. It's three nights out of the whole year. And um, it's in August. It's the second weekend in August. And so they were like, will you please sing? And my mom was like, sure. Um, that can't be that hard, right? Like, you can learn the national anthem. And let me tell you, it was not as easy as she thought. Um, but it actually has become like my absolute favorite thing to sing. Um, and so to this day, I still sing every year those three nights um, at the rodeo. And they said it I have it for life, but um, I don't know if I want to be the grandma singing, but I probably will be. <laughs> so in about 30 years, I'll probably still be there singing. Um, but so now I sing the national anthem pretty much everywhere. Um, I sing at Texas Tech. I sing at all of their baseball, basketball, volleyball, all kinds of their events, and then just here and there um, at major stock shows and all kinds of things pretty much everywhere. And then I sing little everywhere. So it's grown. It's grown a lot. <laughs> well, that's awesome. And, you know, the fact that, you know, you're really starting to now do, you know, how, when did you start writing your own songs? How, is that something that just kind of, as you started doing productions and stuff when you were younger, that you just started to start writing your own songs? I mean, I've always written songs as any little would um I wouldn't say they were good but I wrote songs and then then, um when I met Shane actually my manager he he's kind of the one that really got me into writing songs and got me hooked up with cool people to start like actually writing some really good songs and um that's where it's really hit a growth spurt but 
<laughs> That's beautiful. I mean, and yes, and, and even, hold on, Tigger's being silly again here. Sorry. Um, even adults can't write good songs sometimes. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> Some of us like to say that, yes, we write really bad songs for our computer to observe. Yes, most of exactly so tell us about your new single your, your first debut single that you're releasing um hand-me-downs now did you come up with that original idea or or was that like one of your co-writers or oh so i got the pleasure of writing with honey county um my first ever write session and we knocked out this song called so mean in like an hour and it was done. And so we were like, let's do this again. So the next time we um, actually came back and we were just talking about things to write about and something was said about hand-me-downs. I don't even know who said it, but we were all three like, oh my gosh. And so we actually wrote a song called hand-me-downs and then person came into the mix. Um, and Deanna, like, got to know me and listened to my whole entire story and like took it and amplified it into like a whole nother version of hand-me-downs that really like told story and was more of a me song um and so we took that and recorded it and then we made a music video and um which was so fun. Let me tell you, I had so much fun that, but um, yeah. And I, I love the song. I, I, have you heard it? I'm pretty I sure have. It, it is a great song by the way. Yes. Because um, the first thing I, I, no, I loved it all, but there was a specific line about the stubbornness and I was like, that is so cool. I love that line that you get it from all of Texas. I'm like, that was a cool line. So yeah, it's such a cool song. And I love that I can sit here and say that Every single part of it is a true story. Um, every single line of it is me and it's real and none of it is fake. Like absolutely none of it. We didn't even have to change one word of it that didn't sound good to make it fit me yeah. or to make it fit. like everything is true. And so it's just so cool. And I, I love it. I'm so excited. <laughs> well, it's a great song. So your, your first vehicle, was it, was it really a Ford truck? Um, That's awesome. So, my first vehicle um, of mine personally, um, it's I think it's a song, and I got it from one of our really good, like really good friends that kind of became a big brother to me. Um, he actually introduced the goats um, into my world, and his girlfriend had a Jeep Grand Cherokee that um, she was driving, and she was moving to Washington D.C. And one day my mom just jokingly was like, so are you going to like sell your car? Like, where did you get it? It was like, yeah, honestly, like if I'll sell it to you for $100, like I just, I need to get it gone so I can get some stuff and move to Washington. And we were like, really? So so we got that. And the Ford truck is actually my grandpa's. Um, It was his like nice vehicle that he drove around to like all of things instead of his work truck and when he passed away we got this one um and my uncle and his family got the flatbed so we have the dually from that 
Oh, that's so awesome. That's so awesome yeah. because, you know, it's so cool when you get your first vehicle or, you know, like your parents let you use their first vehicle, like that's your first vehicle, if you will. Mm-hmm. My dad, you know, it was my uncle, my uncle's uh, F-150. That was my first vehicle. So before I actually got my own car, you know, my Sylvia home, that was the vehicle I got to drive everywhere. And yeah, it was so cool. It's nice to have like that, your own freedom and that you yeah. have a vehicle. Absolutely. Absolutely. But Trust me when I say don't grow up anymore. Just stay that age. It's it's a lot of fun. Okay. <laughs> Trust me, I'm bad. <laughs> no. So tell me, who are some of the women that inspire you in music or in your family even? Um, well, obviously my mom and both of my grandmas. They're my grandmas are crazy. Like when I tell you crazy. Crazy. Um, but one of them is actually we call her KK. That's her grandma name because she didn't think she was enough when she had her first grandchild to be named like Gigi. Or Gaga. So yeah. her name's um, and it's crazy Karen with a K. So like if that it's her, I think anyone could get that. Um, but they're both pretty great. And my mom's amazing. I'm pretty sure I got most of my stubbornness from her. Um, but um Sing, singing wise, probably Carly Pierce and Ashley McBride. I freaking, I love how brutally honest Ashley McBride is. And like, in, even in her songs, you can tell that she's that way. And she's very to the point and blunt. And she could care less about like what people think or how people take it. You know what I mean? And I love and it really helped me because I, I don't, I'm that person. Like I don't, I don't like being fake and doing all of that mm-hmm. stuff. So it really helped to see that and see that you can get along in this industry um, while not changing. Um, and then Carly Pierce, her songs are just piercing. Oh my gosh. Like all of her new stuff and even all of her old stuff, it, it kills me because it's those ballads are just so great. And they're so like, Ugh, I want to write it, <laughs> but they're, they're all so great. Absolutely. And I think that's a great point is the authenticity. I think that's the one thing, especially now with, with our, and I say the upcoming generations such as you, and then even the Gen Zers yet, they're still, you know, it's not about, I mean, yes. Okay. We get the whole show part, but at this point, mm-hmm. it's like, we know that you're also people. We want to see who you are. We want to, you know, like, can you be the person that we can go? And obviously you're too young to say, go have a beer next door, but we could go uh, have an ice cream soda or something. And you know, like that's, that's, I think, yeah, just, just enjoy that person for mm-hmm. who they are and obviously admire their talents at the same time. And I think that's really a lot of how, how I think the industry is changing that in, in a good way, in a very good way. Mm-hmm. You know? so, so hopefully it keeps doing that. <laughs> we love that. That's, that's what I love about this industry. At least you're getting to meet people and uh, know their stories like yours and mm-hmm. just get to hear the great music they put out too. <laughs> so. So are you ready for our fun segment of 20 crazy questions? Yes, I think so. <laughs> okay. There's no right or wrong answer. And I promise, uh, and, and I will say this to your mom too. I promise not to get your daughter arrested. So at least not yet. <laughs> Mom's yeah. like, yeah, I should let her do that interview. No. I heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, we'll start off with, Easy questions. What's your dance like nobody's watching song? That song that you have to dance to and you don't care where you are, whether it's a grocery store. Yeah. Anywhere. Oh, probably the wobble. 
I can get down to some wobble. I can't wobble. My body doesn't. But I will wobble. <laughs> I will. Okay. Hey, doesn't matter if you're good at it. Just do it anyway, right? <laughs> oh. Tell us, what is the perfect workout song? Oh. oh, oh, I like that one. It's like, you know, I got that swag. I think it's called Swag Surfing. It gets me in the mood. I'm like, yeah, I got it. Absolutely. Uh, tell us, what are the top two concerts you've ever been to? Oh, actually, I just recently went to a Mike Ryan concert. He played at Texas FA, our state convention that I was at. And I fell in love with Mike Ryan, like absolutely fell in love. I'm not even kidding you. I like, he kind of unbuttoned his shirt and like put on some glasses and I was like, whoa, we might need <laughs> So definitely Mike Ryan. Um, and can I say that I'm going to a Cody Johnson one in September and that I already know it's going to be my top? Because I, I really feel like it'll be my top. I love it. So Yeah, you can say that. <laughs> You could say that, absolutely. Okay. Oh, that is so awesome. And I, you'll have to come give us some feedback after the concert, you know. Well, I will. I might be still in, like, awestruck that I met, like, saw him in person. But I'll get some word out. Don't worry. Okay. All right. I'll try to go live. Maybe we should do a live event then. And you'll be like, uh, yeah, it was great, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. So tell us, what... Or who are some albums or artists we need to listen to before we die? Like, what's that one, like an album or an artist that you're like, you have to hear this artist, no matter what. Even if you don't like country music, you got to hear this artist or whatever music. Oh, jeez. Um, Zach Bryan, his new, his new album. Um, and you have to listen to The Good I'll Do. That's, it's a song in there and it's freaking incredible. Um, and then probably Cody Johnson's newest album, every single song on there. You have to listen. It is a great album. It is. I've, I've heard it at least a few times. It's, it is a great album. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But you have to wait to get married. Did your mom tell you that you have to wait till at least 21. So you can't propose to him. I'm just saying. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. I guess I'll do. That. Okay. <laughs> Tell us, do you have any guilty pleasure music? You know, the music that no one knows you listen to? Oh. Um. Oh, geez. No, I honestly, this sounds bad, but like I listen to Texas country music and listen to every once in a while. Like, I don't know how to describe it. Like the sad songs, like Lauren Spencer Smith and Avery Anna and Tate McRae. I probably listen to a lot of Tate McRae. Like the sad songs is probably my guilty pleasure because I can not be sad and still listen to them. And I love them. I think it's because it's, they're such good songs. They are. Like that's it. Sad. It's that they're so like, they're so real. They're not just like a fast song that doesn't mean anything. It's like a, it's, yeah, it's so true. Anyways. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So hypothetically, if I came to you and said, I need to hide a dead body, do you mm-hmm. know a good place? Absolutely. Wonderful. Don't say it out loud. Oh. Okay. Because I don't, I don't want to incriminate us yet. Okay. See, see, that's the part of getting arrested. Mm-hmm. 
can't say it out loud. Exactly. So we'll just change that to, do you have any game plans for zombie apocalypse? Absolutely. Oh, well, that you can tell us. What are those? <laughs> um, I am going to become a zombie and be, become one of them. Oh, so that's a great game plan. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's, it's going to be cool, but I'll do it. And I'm not going to die. I promise you that. Okay. I don't know if I could do the zombie thing. Vampire? I'm in. Vampire seems like it could be some fun there. I don't know. Because you like fly and crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Damon came and was like, you're becoming a vampire. I'd be like, yes, I am. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so we're turning to vampires. Oh, tell us, what job do you think that you would be terrible at? A therapist. I'm going to ask why. why. Why do you think you'd be bad at that? Because I am such a brutal person that I think that they would come to me for therapy and they would say what they did or, like, what they're thinking. And I would probably be like, that's really stupid. Like, <laughs> get... And then they would start bawling their eyes out. I would just, I feel like if you needed a brutal therapist, you could come to me. If not, I would not be a good therapist. Mm-mm. For anyone that needs brutal honesty, we will come to you. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> love it. I love brutal honesty. I would rather someone be honest than fake, like you had said earlier. Yeah. If you won the lottery, of course, mm-hmm. you'd probably have to get your mom to claim the ticket because you're under 18. But mm-hmm. if you won the lottery, what's the first thing you would do? I would go buy a reigning horse. <laughs> That's not um, So I have horses, and I show in the reigning slash cutting type things, and mm-hmm. they like to have good rain. Is a but most of them are highly, highly expensive. So it it would take a lot. Yeah. I would go to. Okay, well, I hope I do hope you win the lottery because I would love to see that. Me too. I hope I do too. <laughs> well, tell us what's the last thing you read. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> um, I read a book about being a vet by Bo Brock. It was nice. He's a vet, um, a horse equine vet, actually in Lamisa, Texas. He's incredible. Everyone knows who he is, so he's great. Wonderful. Awesome. I might have to add that to my reading list. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's like all of the stories he has. It's pretty good. Awesome. Do you prefer boots or heels? Um, definitely boots. I cannot walk in heels. Like, I've gotten better, I will say, because I've gone to a couple proms now, and like, I know how to, but um, they make my feet hurt. And I don't like my feet that much, probably because I have grown up in boots. Like I do not like showing, so I would go with some boots. <laughs> All right. Well, we can get you boots with heels for the next prom. What do you think? That's an idea. Pretty good idea. <laughs> oh, so who would play you in a movie about your life? Hmm. 
Oh, geez. Oh, 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 oh. Um, Amy off of Heartland. I can see I that, yeah. Like, I feel like she kind of, she can sing too. She can, she can kind of encapsulate my life pretty good, I say. Yeah. Cool pick for sure. Or Serena okay. with um, Blake Lively. Mm-hmm. Me blonde, really. <laughs> <laughs> They're all great choices. Yeah. So the, this next question's a little difficult. Okay. Where's Waldo? You're looking for him um, now, you and Sam? <laughs> absolutely no idea. <laughs> No. Okay, there's some we we're still guessing. That's all we can do. In your opinion, what's the best thing since sliced bread? Awesome. Or Top Gun. Mm. Mm. The top. Now did you see the first one? I've seen like a couple bits of the first one. I have not seen the whole one. And honestly, if they don't look like they did in this movie, then I'm not going to go see it. <laughs> they were very good. We're going to have to get you the original, though. You have, you have to <clears> go <throat> from the original, because it just, it just flies into it. Yeah, so. I could tell missing some pieces, but honestly, my eyes were so big that I, I really did not care. So I was just like... <laughs> <laughs> I totally get that. Oh. So... Would you rather cook or order in? What am I cooking? That's the question. Uh, do you like to cook? If you don't like to cook, then maybe order in is a better option. Or maybe bribe someone else to cook. Oh, I would definitely bribe my mom, mom to cook because she's a really good cook. But if she wasn't there, I would probably order in because me making fried rice and chicken and sushi would not go well. So. Yeah, definitely order that in. Uh, yeah. yeah I, w- I would agree. That's something I probably can't cook either. I mean, I could probably cut fish, but after that, forget it. I'm, I'm out. Yeah. Cook rice, I could probably do that too, but putting it all together. It, and it would just make me mad, so I probably would order it. <laughs> Perfect. So what is, in your opinion, the worst pizza topping? Hmm. Um, mushrooms. Mm. Mm. Mushrooms. I don't do mushrooms. Mm -mm. Okay, well then let me ask you this. Since the big debate earlier in the year for this question was pineapple and it was a hard no or a hard yes. Like there was, now I've been getting some in-betweens, like it doesn't matter either way, but what, how do you feel about pineapple on a pizza? I love it. Some pineapple and Canadian bacon pizza. It goes awesome. hard. Yeah. Count me in. What do you wish would magically clean itself? Your room, the house, the barn, you know, the stalls, whatever. The dust in our lamb barn. Like, I swear, I clean it and I literally, like, take everything out. I wash the dust off of everything in our barn. I put it back and I come in two days later and it's dusty. And I'm like, uh, 
it's gross. I don't want, I don't like it. And it's because the wind comes in there and pushes all that in, but uh, just really just aggravates me. So no dust zone would be awesome. Got it. Definitely. Cool. So <clears throat> tell us something on your bucket list. I want to go to the NFR in Vegas. I have been to the NFR shopping when it was in Fort Worth and I had a blast. And so to go to the actual rodeo would be a bucket list item. I'm going to, but it's bucket list. Awesome. Well, I hope I get to see that. I hope I get to even be there when that happens. That'd be awesome. Yeah. That would be cool. Imagine singing the anthem at the NFR. Mm, that would be that'd be awesome we can make that happen yeah we'll just i got to project out to the universe and yeah yeah <laughs> so if you could be any person or a position like a ceo a doctor a surgeon whatever what what person like maybe dolly parton would you want to be for the day and why um I would probably say um, oh my gosh I have no idea. this is kind of a difficult question I think because like I mean if I could be anyone I have so many going on in my mind mm-hmm. um I would probably say like oh my lord um let's go with like a surgeon like um Meredith Gray type vibes I just think that would be my hand I don't know if my hands are like steady enough to do that but if I can make them that study, then I would love to be like a surgeon, like get past all of the schooling, get past all of that, and then like save people's lives. Or like an animal rescuer. I might change That's mine. I love animals so much. Yeah. Animals more than animal like. rescuer. <laughs> Probably more rescuer. <laughs> No, I was joking. I said, if you don't like animal, they don't like someone told me one time they didn't like dogs. And I'm like, I stood there for a second. I'm like, I don't know if I can say anything else. Cause I'm not sure I like you right now. And it's nothing personal, nothing personal. Just, you don't like dogs. I'm, I don't like people and it all works out. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. I just, people who don't like animals, they have something twisted in their mind. Like I stick by that. But, like animals do no wrong in my eyes. Like I love them to death. Mm-hmm. And if I was stranded on an island with just animals, like, I think I would be just fine. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. I totally get that one. Trust me. Definitely. Animals are the best. So do you have any words of wisdom that you live by? If so, what are they? Um... I kind of think that if anything, I live by, if it's meant to be, it will be. Because, like, 
as a teenage girl, I overthink a lot of things and I let a lot of things get to my head. And sometimes I just have to sit there and be like, you know what? Why am I worrying about this? Like, just just let it go. Let it be. You'll be okay. I mean, I, this is this is going to sound like a, like a little preach type moment, but I feel like God has already set out all of these things in our lives and he set it out to happen just the way it's supposed to happen. And I feel like finding that is not really the best thing that could happen for me. So I think I just need to let it be sometimes. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more because I mean, you can do everything you can to make something happen a certain way. <laughs> And everything can go wrong. It won't happen that way. And then I think mm-hmm. that sometimes things are supposed to happen at the right time. And they happen. No matter how much work you put in, sometimes it's not supposed to be that way. Or, yeah. Just uh, be yourself. I believe in that, too. No. Definitely. So what do you have going on? Um, obviously, I know you're a teenager here. What do you have going on for the rest of the year? Are you planning on doing some more co-rates? Uh, maybe releasing some more music? I think I'm going to try. Um I don't know if we'll get one released in the next, like, by the end of this year, but I think that would be really Um, I'm definitely doing more co-writes, um, and we're definitely going to get a song in the works, even if it's not out by the end of the year. Um, but other than that, just being a senior, um, actually, and living the senior life and finishing all of my lasts, which is so sad. Um, but just trying to keep life actually. (laughs) And don't think of it as a sad thing. Think of it as, as, as an experience you had to have. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and that was like the first step of your experience. Yeah. It's, it's going to be sad. All of our FFA things, um, because that's been my life for five years now. I mean, I'm, I would stay at the ag building at our school if I could, you know what I mean? Like live there yeah. and stuff. having all of those lasts. Yeah. A little gut wrenching, but we'll be fine. I'm not scared of like what's after. I just don't want to leave. You know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I totally understand that. And you know, uh, when you do get to the point that you have to leave, you could probably always go back and they, I'm sure to volunteer or help out or anything like that. I'm sure they would appreciate that as well. Oh, most definitely. We, yeah. me and another girl joke, we keep the ag building running because like we're, we're the secretaries. We just do everything <laughs> that we need to do. So we'll definitely come back. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Well, I will tell you, I'm excited for when you do some new music, but I want you most importantly, enjoy your senior year and just live life. That's it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Well, and if, you, if everyone listening, if you haven't heard Jay Lee's new song, go check it out. The link will be in the description. Yes, and now that we're at the end of the interview, you can go listen to it. Well, and thank you all for joining us for another uh, episode of Crazy Women Country. And have a great day, everyone. If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.